Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Thursday, June 23rd in the year 2022. Patriots, we've got a lot going on today. We're going to cover a lot of brief topics, um, a lot of things to hit on since there's a lot of movement. Big Supreme Court decision, and Democrats and liberals are losing their mind, which is wonderful. Can't enjoy that more. Also tonight, Seth Holhouse for Man in America is going to be on. Great interview. I'm really looking forward to bringing that to you. And tomorrow night is Mike Lindell. And I'm going to tell you, I have interviewed Mike Lindell a number of times. This is probably one of the best interviews I've done, and it's truly one of the most insightful interviews we've heard from anybody regarding elections and election reform led by the man, told by the man who is leading this reform. It's absolutely impressive and it's motivating. So I really encourage you to listen both to tonight's interview at Umbards FM and tomorrow night, Friday night with Mike Lindell. Before we begin, make sure you're taking care of your wealth in this time of uncertainty. Your wealth is hard earned and you want to make sure you deal with people that can ensure that your wealth will be preserved. Patriots, we have been witnessing the economy slowly go through a death spiral and the Fed has boxed itself in. The economy is in dire straits And thanks to a loose money policy, there's no end in sight. Apparently, you just can't spend trillions every year without repercussions. And now, in an attempt to play catch-up, the Fed is raising rates and plans to do it seven more times this year. We're already starting to see the ripple effects in the housing market as people's buying power diminishes. What are you doing to protect your money? Have you considered what could happen if the stock market continues to fall or worse, crashes? Don't wait until that happens. Take some of your profits from the stock market now and solidify them with gold from Birch Gold. Throughout history, gold has maintained its value better than any other investment in the world. So text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to the number 989898. Again, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to the number 989898 for a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Again, text BARDS to 989898 and secure the gains from the hard-earned capital that you have. Join the thousands of Happy Birch customers, the countless five-star reviews, and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Birch Gold, they're professionals, they're some of the best in the market. So again, text BARDS at 989898 to protect your future with gold. And Patriots, someone just asked in chat, by the way, if you're not joining our chat each day, we have like the best chat on the entire global web. That's because it's Bards Nation. We have the coolest, bestest people ever, including the coolest, bestest mods ever. So get on over to our chat. It's live on Podbean, every one of our shows. So that's where to hang out with the greatest people, the greatest army ever. That's Bards Nation. I'm really proud of it because we love each other. It's awesome in a good way, not that strange rainbow way, just so I'm clear. Hey, uh, someone just asked in chat what happened to Juan Osaven, and that's a. I just got hold of him actually. He he was buried in a big project in uh, down in Florida, and so he and I are coordinating a time. That that interview is still forthcoming. It hasn't fallen off the map. It's just that he's been massively busy and dealing working with uh, Laura Logan down there on election issues, and then there's a big film coming up in August that Mike Lindell has been funding with Laura Logan on the election fraud. That's another big deal coming up. Patriots, big, big announcement today from the Supreme Court, SCOTUS. I'm just going to let this play and let you hear it. It's good news for us who love our guns. 
news from the Supreme Court, a decision in a major case on gun rights. The Supreme Court has now ruled on New York State's strict gun law, requiring that people there get special permits to carry a concealed handgun outside the home. At the heart of this case, whether or not that law violates the Second Amendment. This comes after a string of mass shootings in this country and after the framework of a bipartisan Senate deal was reached earlier this month on gun safety. Let's get right to NBC News Justice Correspondent Pete Williams, who is live for us on this. Pete, what do we know? Well, it was 14 years ago that the Supreme Court said that the Second Amendment does provide an individual right to have a gun, but they said it was at home for self-defense. And ever since then, the court has declined to answer the question, well, what about the part of the Second Amendment that says keep and bear arms? What about guns in public? And today, the Supreme Court has answered that question by a vote of six to three in an opinion written by Justice Clarence Thomas, saying that the Second Amendment does provide a right to have a gun outside the home. Now, the law in question in New York said there's no there's no right to carry a gun openly in New York, but to get a concealed carry permit, a person had to go to the county sheriff and show some special need, something beyond just a general desire for self-defense. And today, the Supreme Court said that's unconstitutional. That puts a limit on the right to have a gun. So the Supreme Court says, number one, states cannot uh, put these special restrictions on getting a gun for a concealed carry permit. Now, this decision obviously will have an immediate effect in New York, and it'll also affect the seven other states that have similar laws, California, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, and New Jersey. That's essentially constitutional carry nationwide now. This is going to shake up a lot of people. And, of course... <laughs> <laughs> One's already had her re moment. I'm prepared to call the legislature back into session to deal with this. We've been in contact with the leadership. We're just looking at dates. Everyone wants a little bit of time to digest this. But I will say we are not powerless in this situation. We're not going to cede our rights that easily, despite the best efforts of the politicized Supreme Court of the United States of America. Yeah, whatever, Gretchen. It's our Constitution, not yours, you witch. Just need to throw a bucket of water on her and watch her melt. Like, well, I'm melting. That's long overdue, I'm telling you right now. But this is great news, and now you understand why they were pushing so hard to get this new red flag laws put in place ahead of this. And to be honest with you, I wasn't tracking this case and didn't expect it to come out. But now that the Congress is trying to change the Second Amendment rights through their Senate proposal with the number of traitors on the Republican side, you understand the motivation. This was all ahead of the Supreme Court ruling. At least they were trying. They didn't succeed in passing it. And now my guess is that the Senate bill is going to probably die on the vine because they don't have the legal standing to push for any more of this garbage. So don't think they won't try. Patriots, 11 minutes after the hour, let's begin our prayer. Father, we come to you today actually very uplifted as we're starting to see a little bit of justice, a small win for us, and we're just grateful. And as whatever wins we get, it's just a reminder that in the bigger picture of things, you are there with us, guiding us. Lord, it's just once again, we're, we're seeing the, the, re, the confirmation of our constitutional rights, our rights that were given by you, not by these trolls and evil menaces that are trying to run our country. We are literally being run by a criminal cabal that seeks t t total domination, and we know that they will lose in the end. And as, given, as we're given a bit of breath here today, we're just very gracious and thank you deeply for this small win.
we have, in many times we failed, Father, because we put our loyalty and worship of guns ahead of you. And that's something that I hope and we pray that that will start to diminish as we start to place you before all things and truly honor this victory today for what it is. This is your gift to us as a reminder of a nation that you shall help us preserve and you will ultimately ensure that our rights are protected and insured for generations to come. We're dealing with one of the most pernicious and dark evils, and a group of people that truly have seen themselves as gods, as rulers over the people. And in this look today, as, this, as we watch this confirmation of our right to bear arms, we're also reminded that in this war, there is a necessity to be strong in our defense, both with the sword of the spirit and the sword of steel. And it's necessary to deter tyranny, to make sure tyranny understands that at some point, if the line is crossed too far, when our rights are stripped before us, where we have no way to, of recourse, that we always have the right to defend our homes and our personal interests, that you never intended for us to be a doormat in this world. Father, we seek peace. We seek love with humanity, but we also acknowledge that there is a absolute and true evil in this world, that there are people who take joy and pleasure in destroying children, in destroying elderly, in causing mayhem and havoc and pain through the master part of the population. And for those that align with that, to those that believe in that sort of agenda or find safety and comfort in that agenda because they feel they can hide in the shadows, we pray for the continued exposure of that into the light. We're not here to judge one another. We know that ultimate judgment is before you. We are here to bring the love of Christ into this world. We are here to extend this land in your name and, and you on the throne. But Father, we also will say openly today that we will defend that with our lives, the right for you to be on this throne, the necessity for you to rule over all of us. And no matter the cost, we will stand against this enemy. Today's ruling, though a small thing, is a massive thing for inspiration, and we're grateful. So thank you again. We're humbled because it's, we've never sought to have violence, but we are dealing with an enemy that seeks violence. And so like has happened in the past, and we are reminded of the strengths of warriors like David, who are called now to the line to confront this evil and to remind this evil that they are treading on you, the one God, the true God, the God of hosts that we will not let this stand, that there is a time that we must draw the line in the sand, that we must take the five stones in our pocket and sling one into the head of the enemy and drop that enemy and ultimately, if necessity requires, draw the enemy's own sword to cut off the enemy's own head to disperse their forces and make them understand that you, Lord, are all that counts. There is no other God. Lord, this is a war. And for once, I believe that truly we are beginning to see the rise of the true Christian warrior, the spirit within us that understands that there is always a seeking of love and peace between us. There is always a seeking of compassion and the sharing of the glory and the beauty that you bring into this world. But there is equally a line that we must hold. There is equally a place that we must do that stands on that wall, that faces that enemy and will not let it pass. Lord, this enemy is going to discover this in the days and weeks ahead. The ferocity of your children now awakening. The true sense of the royalty blood. 
this true power that we are given into this world to proclaim all dominion over evil. And now we proclaim it again today. You have given us an enormous affirmation here, confirmation, that we have a right not to be turned into subjects and slaves by force, that we have a right to defend our sovereignty and the rights given to us by you, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Again, Father, we seek no violence, but we will not stand to be rolled over like a doormat. We will not become somebody's hand puppet for their pleasure and pain. We will stand, and we are gaining that strength once again, and we are just blessed beyond blessings of what you are starting to show us as the path and the strength ahead. We are reminded again and again of what our founding fathers truly defined in our Constitution, in our Declaration of Independence, a pure blessing for us all. They understood the hand of tyranny. They understood the deviousness of a democracy versus the truth of a republic. They understood how evil these tyrannical forces were, how devious they were, and how they would work overtime to subdue a nation that sought to have the power truly in the hands of the people, not in the hands of a minority few. These elites need to be reminded, Father, and we continue to pray for your hand of justice to strike this land, to shake them at the very core, to leave them unstable, unsecure as they stand on the house of sand as we stand on, the, on our house and a rock of faith. Because these people need to be reminded that there is only one God, you, Lord, not their two-bit garbage of a fallen angel of whatever they worship because it is nothing. They can never be gods, and they must be reminded of that, Lord. And so, Father, we just pray wholeheartedly today that we can continue to see the restoration of faith in our nation with you back on the throne in the true design of what this nation was. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We have to take these moments when we have them and celebrate them in the victory that God gives us and give victory credit where victory is due. That victory is given to us by the Lord. Yes, SCOTUS did the right thing, but against an impossible set of odds. This was a 6-3 decision. Amazing. And against impossible odds, we saw a change now. A, a confirmation that the Second Amendment is ours. Take time today. Take time to pray and thank God for this. Because this is a hand of God with work. And it's truly, we must always put God at the forefront of this fight. We don't do this enough. We don't proclaim the victories in the Lord's name. This is a small moment of where we're all sharing. It's like David before Goliath. And as he did there, he proclaimed that victory in the Lord's name. It wasn't his. And he knew it. What a miraculous moment this is for all of us. And it's a time for us all to take time to pray and to thank God for these moments. He's, they seem like little moments. This is tectonic in its, in its potential. This is reshaping five or six states' policies overnight, and they're in sheer panic because they know they can't control this part of the Constitution. And they'll try, but they will fail. And the more that we honor God in this fight, the more strength that we bring to this fight and the more destruction we bring to their plans. Prayers work. Prayers are lethal warfare when we put our heart and soul into them and truly give honor to where the great victories come from. We have many more ahead of us and many more challenges ahead of us. Election is one of them. And we're already seeing some great moves here on against the election rigging. 
Yeah, big news coming out of Georgia, Steve. Brad Raffensperger's race and the results for the primary here are going to be challenged in all 159 counties. Now, this comes because there was an audit done in Cobb County, a Vining Cityhood race, right? A monitor team counted the, the Secretary of State's results and found that the machine had actually added uh, over 15% of the vote to his totals in this one county. Now, this comes after a Democrat running for uh, commissioner in DeKalb County District 2, she noticed that in her precinct, her and her husband's votes weren't counted when she noticed that it said that she had zero in her own precinct, right? So they did a recount there, Steve, and found that in the Democrat primary race, the machine was off there almost 3,000 votes. So now you have two recounts in Georgia, different counties, different races, different political parties showing that these machines were off. This is really amazing. And Mike Lindell talks about this in the interview that will air tomorrow night. And I'm going to be honest with you. I, For the first time, and you're going to hear me have a bit of change of tone, I have a lot more hope in the elections than I've ever had before. Not because of what the change of 2022 will bring, but what the effects it will allow in restoring our election process. And the reason that's happening is one man, Mike Lindell. And I just take some time today and pray for him because he has really done some amazing work. And though he's not standing alone anymore, it is because of the effort, the massive amounts of money that he's poured into this to single-handedly lead a fight to try to get restoration in the elections done. His work with Dr. Frank and the team that he's put together that we're now in a position to where these, these lawsuits and some of these lawsuits are being led by Mike Lindell's team in Georgia. And they're, they're making headway because this, unlike the, the presidential election, is amazing because it's bipartisan. There's both Democrats and Republicans that are saying, oh, wait a minute, no, this isn't going to happen. And they're standing together now to fight the system. Rathensburger is just a piece of garbage, total corrupt piece of garbage, defending Dominion and other, other machines. And they're going to try. They, are, they will try. And this is the expectation management of this. Don't be over hopeful for 2022. Equally, don't be down. If the election results you can expect will be rigged, they will do everything they can to rig this because they know what's at stake. What's the wave that's coming? And this is where Mike will elaborate on this tomorrow night, is that they're getting judges now to have the courage to stand up and allow the right thing to happen. That's what's actually happening. So whatever comes of 2022, our presence in the election is important in a massive turnout. And whatever comes of that, it's not the results so much as it is the consequences of legal action, which are now ramping up. Want a little piece here from Dan Pena, one of the firebrand billionaires out there. This is, I'm not big on billionaire class, but this man I have a lot of respect for because he is just so raw and so truthful. And he's, he deserves the credit of being what he is. So just listen to this on global warming. The greatest respect, ma'am, it's the greatest fraud that's been perpetrated on mankind this century. The best scenario vis-a-vis global warming is about 10 feet raising water. The worst scenario is about 100 feet. If the water on the planet is rise up 10 feet, that means the southern part of the United States is gone. England is gone. Most of Europe is gone. Most of Central America is gone. If that's the case, let's just take Florida, for example, which is one of the fastest growing beachfront condominiums on the planet. In the prospectus, when you invest, 
asked, there should be in the footnotes, if global warming is for real and water rises 10 feet, this investment you made is all. Not one single investment prospectus written this century has alluded to global warming. If it were really true, the banks wouldn't invest. The banks wouldn't finance. Not one mother condominium so the people that have the money the banks of this world know it's not gonna happen he's so dead on that's you follow the money you want to see where the real truth is follow the money and this whole thing right here is is what he's pointing out is in every single investment prospectus not one reference is made to global warming because they know it's a farce they know the absolute thing is a complete joke in entirely manufactured with weather warfare and everything else. I mean, this this is where we are. And unfortunately, way too many things are going on that people forget. Did you people genuinely forget what life was like before 2020? We're seeing things today that we've never seen in the history of this country. And you're acting like it's just a coincidence. 10,000 cows die in Oklahoma from heat. You think Oklahoma doesn't get hot during the summer? They had the Dust Bowl from the, almost the entire 1930s from Oklahoma to Canada. We have heat in Florida and Texas and Arizona and all these, but our cows aren't dying. And yet cows were the only thing that died. 18 food processing plants go up in smoke. You have no question about that. Food shortages, supply chain shortages, record inflation, record food costs. We're seeing water shortages in the West. We're seeing record crime. We're seeing record border crossings. We're hearing all of these things that we've never seen before. And then you get into the medical conditions. We have record all-cause deaths. We have record heart conditions in this country, especially in younger kids with myocarditis. You have a new condition in women under 40 that was blood clots. You now have sudden adult syndrome that's not related to the vaccine. They were quick to tell you that, which is a red flag. So you're looking at all this and saying, it's just coincidence. Good job, Joe. All coincidence. That's the problem. There's too many people that are apprehensive and jumping in the middle of these things and linking the dots and pushing the hard facts before us. And that's something that we have to continue to do, all of us, is link the pieces because they're doing everything they can to distribute this information and these truths so it's very hard to see the big picture. Once they pigeonhole you, and that's the whole thing about social media, it makes it very easy to verticalize your knowledge. You need to have both now deep knowledge into key subjects and the ability to link it across a broad spectrum. We're not always going to agree on the outcomes that we come with. That's okay. It's the idea that as we bring things together, we're starting to present full, full spectrum narratives and pictures of our reality. And it allows us to have honest discussions with one another. And sometimes we're going to agree to disagree. That's cool. But the biggest thing is we have to have respect for our pursuit of truth. I don't care what political class. I don't care what elite person talks or doesn't talk. What I want is the pursuit of truth always, and that's what we all have to strive for. And at the center of all of that is our faith and love in God. These are some really interesting times. So many things are unraveling. Gateway Pundit has an article related to food stuff here, which is big because Gateway Pundit is obviously influential, but they haven't been covering this in depth. Interactive map details destruction of numerous U.S. food manufacturing plants, grocery stores, compares U.S. incidents to global trends. This is a really great article. This posted today, June 23rd, It's and it goes through 99 different places that they have events that have happened. Brighteon, uh, or its health ranger put out an article last week of over 100 food processing plants that have been burned down or destroyed. And this is just continuing around. They are trying to manufacture a crisis. So in just the closing notes today, remember, take time, prepare, 
grow a garden. No matter what happens to this, you're in a better place. That's the whole point. And do what you can to preserve your wealth. Those are critical issues right now in this time. Very uncertain times. And we all want to come out of this as strong as we can. Patriots, remember today at 2 p.m., I have Brighty on show. You're welcome to join me over there. And then tonight on Bards FM, Seth Holhouse of Man in America. Great interview. I look forward to sharing it with you. Have a blessed day. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up, Patriots. We are on the offensive and things are beginning to shake and move. God is with us and he'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM or Brighty on TV here in about 30 minutes. Until then or until the next time. God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.